This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Over 2 million men worldwide choose Manscaped for all their below-the-waist needs. For those that love the lawnmower 3.0, well, I got news for you. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths, sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp black chrome manscape logo show your more off loud and proud go to manscape.com use the promo code state of saints and you will save 20 percent off of the lawnmower 4.0 as well as other manscape items that's manscape.com going on who that nation it is yours truly tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast and i want to thank you for checking out the state of the saints podcast where we talk new orleans saints and um i know as i am streaming this podcast live um you know a lot of things are going on right now there's hurricane uh down in new orleans uh is it's absolutely devastating. You know, some of the things that I, I've been seeing, the video footage that's been uh, going out there, my prayers go out to all the people in my hometown of the city of New Orleans. And I want people to understand this. Um, I'm not doing this to be facetious. I'm not doing this, uh, you know, just to, you know, just to be behind this mic and, you know, just to get some attention. I'm actually doing this because, you know, me personally, I understand about hurricanes. I know how they work. Um, back in 2005, you know, on this very day, um, Hurricane Katrina hit. And um, me growing up in the night ward in New Orleans, I lost everything that I had. And um, I remember as we went to Vicksburg, Mississippi, I can remember I was just trying to find something that that helped me to escape what was going on. Uh, during that tragic time so I was on the fence about doing a podcast and some people might think this is in bad taste for me doing a podcast as of right now but to be honest with you I, I don't really think so I think that the best thing for us to do and I understand that uh you know people are going through but for us to you know get through this together and just give us a few minutes to at least escape uh what's going on and um some of the things that we're hearing and i thought that the one thing that always used to bring us together the fact that i live in myrtle beach south carolina the fact when i uh, left new orleans i moved to vicksburg the one thing that did draw us together was this team it was the new orleans saints you had people that got on school buses and went throughout this country but the one thing that kept us all together and one thing that all kept us as a member of that community was the New Orleans Saints. And I just thought like, what better way uh, for us to uh, get through this than think back to those times 16 years ago uh, when that devastation happened, the thing that drew us back together and that was the New Orleans Saints. So for those that may feel like this is a, you know, you know, bad taste, I do apologize. That's not my intentions, but my intentions is for a few minutes for us to escape and 
talk a little bit about something that we love, which is the New Orleans Saints. And um, I, I just want to talk a little bit about the team. Of course, we know that the team relocated to uh, Dallas due to, due to the hurricane. They canceled the game versus the Arizona Cardinals that was supposed to take place in the Superdome. Uh, the Saints are practicing at Cowboy Stadium. Um, they're getting themselves prepared uh, for the week one matchup versus the Green Bay Packers. We all know that Jameis Winston is going to be the starting quarterback that came out a couple of days ago. So we now know where this team actually stands. We know that Jameis Winston is going to be the starter. But it just made me wonder, like, what is going to happen to Taysom Hill? You know, Taysom Hill is a guy who has done so many great things, you know, with the New Orleans Saints. He has done wondrous things with the team. And, uh, you know, he has always been that Swiss Army knife. He has come in, uh, in in certain situations. But, you know, I'm looking at Taysom Hill's age and he's getting up there. And I'm just wondering to myself, does Taysom Hill want to continue to be that Swiss Army knife? Or does he want to go out here and pursue a, a career as a quarterback? So I'm just wondering to myself, could this be the final time that we're actually checking out or seeing Taysom Hill in the Saints uniform? Maybe he will want to go out to, you know, to another team and try to see if he can get that opportunity to be a starting quarterback. But, you know, I do think that Taysom Hill is extremely important to this team. I think that Taysom Hill is a is a guy who we really uh, need to count on in order to help the team uh, get to where they need to be, especially. Uh, since we're talking about, uh, you know, Michael Thomas being out for some time and we know that Taysom Hill is a guy that you can line up in different uh, formations. He can play quarterback. He can play tight end. He can play H back. He can do all these different things for the New Orleans Saints and help them to be more effective offensively. So I do understand on one hand he wants to be a quarterback, but I think as of right now, I think he needs to focus on that Swiss Army role. Me personally, I don't think that Taysom Hill will ever really get a fair shake as a quarterback because you're going to have some teams out here that 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 have these these uh you know quarterbacks and they're going to think to themselves, why is it that he just couldn't make it on this team? And it might be hard for him, and they might give him an opportunity, but it might be a very short leash. They might have one drafted a quarterback in order to you know to be the backup in case something goes wrong or they're not going to give him a, a fair opportunity. So for me, I just feel like he may need to want, may need to embrace this Swiss Army role because I think this is going to keep him in the league for a long time. But I want to hear from you. I want to know what you all think. Uh, you know, feel free to comment, uh, ask any questions that you feel. Um, that's what I'm here for on this episode of State of the Saints podcast. Uh, you know, and, and everybody that's out there right now that's being affected by the hurricane, uh, you're in my prayers and and hopefully you know you and your family are, are safe terio says y'all be safe out there no power right now but i can't miss this one well i'm gonna try to yeah and i understand that i'm not gonna be on here alone you know i understand that some people you know are without power and stuff like that you know i don't want to drain anybody's power by having a long show but i do want to let everybody know that you know i am thinking about it you know i i really do and you know, I, I was on a fence, you know, I was on a fence about this, one. you know, but I just think that it's, uh, you know, I, I just think that, uh, you know, I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, let's see, BNG Breakdown, giving a special uh, shout out to him. Uh, Yo, Jube, Brian says, how about you do it? I don't know exactly. Oh, yeah, I guess you're talking about a podcast. I think I heard y'all talking about that. Who that whole bear one is safe down in New Orleans? Jake Paul or Whitley? Who y'all got? <laughs> I ain't even thinking about that, man. You know, I I just think that when these type of things go down, I just think that it just, you know, to me, it's kind of disrespectful to the sport of boxing. Because these guys aren't really, you know, fully focused on actually mastering the craft. They're they're mostly just trying to get a quick money grab. So to be honest with you, I I, I don't really care. Uh, I don't have a YouTube channel, sure. Don't mean to bug you. And see, Brian, um, I'm focused on Idol right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Praying for New Orleans. Yeah, definitely, Doug. We're definitely. Yeah, we're definitely. Uh, Tahir uh, said Drew commentating right now. Yeah, uh, Drew Brees on Sunday Night Football right now. And he got a lot of those Atlanta Falcon fans mad. <laughs> they mad because they're like, man, why? They, they don't have no respect for us. They got Drew Brees on, you know, on commentary 
you know, I'm like Drew Brees signed a contract with NBC. So what y'all think? Y'all think he not going to call some of these games? Like if y'all play on Sunday night, of course, Drew Brees is going to uh, be, com uh, you know, be doing commentary on the game. So y'all not that important. I don't know why Atlanta Falcon fan trying to make themselves feel more important than what they actually are. Like nobody really care. You know, y'all on Sunday night football, be happy about that. I heard one fan say, oh, they, they don't care about us. They ain't got no respect for us. Y'all haven't done anything for like three to four years. Like y'all haven't made the playoffs. Y'all been a joke offensively and defensively. So it, it's kind of easy for people just to kind of look past y'all. Like nobody is not going to be elevating and putting up no team that ain't making no playoffs and, and ain't in, in no type of contention for no division title. So I'm just saying, you know, and I and I know they just mad. I mean, I can I'd be upset with Drew Brees too. I mean, if Drew Brees like straight dominated, you know, that series as long as he's been the Saints quarterback, and we all know that uh <laughs> that's his second home out there in Atlanta because every time he hits Atlanta, we know that he goes out there and he handles his business. So I mean, I can I understand why they're upset, but they're gonna be upset for a while because if they end up playing on Sunday nights, I mean Drew Brees gonna be on commentary so they might as well get used to it uh what up tj i'm in the dark with no power in a hotel on canal street third floor hurricane idol so i'm here to listen donald man be careful out there you know um i understand that they didn't have any power uh i think something happened with energy if i'm not mistaken you know man it just man you know one thing that does frustrate me about this whole hurricane thing you would think like 16 years new infrastructure you would think that they'll they'll have like this this stuff together, man. You know, I understand that power is going to go out, but it just seemed like too many glitches be going on. You know, this is a city that constantly uh, gets bad weather, so and hopefully they can fix these type of issues in the future. Uh, praying for Mississippi too. That bad boy headed our way. Yeah, my mom's out there in Vicksburg. Uh, they're supposed to get some bad weather that way. Uh, my older brother EJ he evacuated, man. So. You know they got out of there so i, I mean it, it's just rough right now and you know you know i'm just uh you know i'm just praying for everybody out there prayers for you jerry and all the who that fam who are affected yeah i mean besides new orleans is anybody else power out in 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 certain areas like i know about new orleans the whole city is out i mean i've seen that notification so jews say hey tj what's going on jews appreciate you being here so let's uh go through this together yeah man look i'm in this I i'm in it you know i'm not like i don't know it's not like i don't know this stuff from personal experience you know i, I can remember that man i can remember being on the highway i remember uh in my my uncle's uh white lincoln town car you know what i'm saying heading down the i-10 you know what i'm saying like trying to get up out of the you know during hurricane katrina i can remember that man i remember he had no air conditioning we had to wind down the windows and when i remember us stuck in traffic and i remember you know falling asleep and you know i remember it was daytime you know woke up like in the evening you know we we rolling up out of there and you know i, I could just remember like i asked him what time it is and he told me i was like man so we've been in traffic for five hours i like, was in traffic like five hours before we was able to like get like smooth sailing and um yeah man was on our way to vicksburg i can just remember man my life was never the same you know after that you know i can just remember that you know i i, don't, I wouldn't have never thought like I, you know man if you're from new orleans you kind of understand it like growing up as a kid you know that you know when they used to have these storms it, it looks like it was going to happen and then the storm at the last minute roll away so it's almost like the story like the boy who cried wolf right you know the storm gonna come and eventually like everybody get all nervous and then it don't come and a lot of us felt the same way when katrina happened but katrina ended up being a, a life-changing storm and uh you know i just think that the infrastructure of new orleans and you know louisiana as a whole is much better than it was 16 years ago they the city was not prepared for that type of devastation so they spent a lot of money you know trying to fix the infrastructure so hopefully those uh hopefully those the new that new technology holds up i think it's about that time uh you guys do another podcast on nfc south just like the last one but just a preview uh the preseason games um 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm in, I'm open to doing some stuff like that. You know, I don't have a problem with doing with doing that at all. You know, I've been on a couple of podcasts where we talk about the NFC South. And uh, you know, I, I don't mind doing anything like that. I think it would be a good show. As long as people have something be- good to bring, man, you know, I, I don't mind, you know, but I don't like I, I I like I like objectivity. You know what I'm saying? I like a person that roots for a team, but they're objective. You know, I don't want them to like to be so heavenly emotional and emotionally invested in their team to a point where they can't see a certain point of view. And because they're so emotionally invested, they want to go back and forth. I don't like all that kind of stuff, man. I like some commentary because I feel like if fans of your your team coming on the show, fans of New Orleans Saints are coming on the show, you know, because I'm representing the state of the Saints. Let's let's talk about this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, let let's find out some things about each other you know not just sitting up there oh your quarterback suck oh your running game suck oh your defense suck nah man come on uh we ain't got no power this good entertainment <laughs> swag out entertainment. i'm not gonna hold you long like the preachers say on sunday i'm not gonna hold you long uh but you know i just want to let y'all know you know that you know i'm thinking about you uh ready to listen and see donald says it's also now hurricane idol is a category three storm well, I heard that it was uh it was moving kind of slow, man. Like it was moving fast at first, and then all of a sudden it just started moving a tad bit slower, man. That's that's what I don't want. You know, it's best for it to kind of just do its thing, slide on through. It, it, you know, if, if those slow hurricanes that be swirling and stuff like that take a long time to pass through, those are the ones that that uh you know I'd be worried about. Uh, who that everybody please be safe from Ida and Jameis showed that he is ready yeah the last preseason game that we seen from Jameis Winston was a really good uh preseason game man I mean the dude really showed like what he had he showed a lot of zip on the football and you know Jameis arm talent has never been an issue Jameis has always possessed great arm talent the ability I mean the ability to get the ball downfield has always been a plus for Jameis uh, the only issue is, you know, is the turnovers, the decision making. He cuts down on like the the bad decisions. He can be a really good quarterback. I mean, he has like top five, top ten arm talent. Yeah, Taysom is thirty one. Yeah, I mean, you don't know how many opportunities you're going to get to be a starting quarterback. You're, you're not. Jameis is only twenty seven years old. Yeah, the sky's the limit for him. You know, you know the sky the sky's the limit for him. So I. I I think that uh, you know, I'm trying to see Jared telling uh Josh telling me to turn my mic up. So hold on one second. Tell me if y'all can hear me better. Do I sound louder now? Do I sound louder or about the same? Let's see. All right. Hopefully y'all can hear me a little bit better now. All right. Let me know if y'all can hear y'all can hear me a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I turn the mic down because um, not only do I, I do the podcast here, sometimes I do remote broadcasting for the radio station. And sometimes uh, the, the volume has to change, you know, for different things that I'm doing. So if I do it remotely um, at the radio station, sometimes, you know, I have to kind of change the volume. The volume is completely different when I do like remote broadcast than what I do on podcast. So. So I'm glad I'm glad you all can hear me, man. Jules says these folks think they are going to uh, run uh, you over <laughs> or Ray Lewis. Atlanta still sucks. Uh, Atlanta, it's going to take them a while for them to try to figure things out. Um, they, they have a brand new secondary, new defensive coordinator, uh, new head coach. So it's going to take them a while, man. They're going to have to be they're going to have to be patient if they want to find some success, you know. Uh, listen to Drew Brees on Sunday Night Football. He believes that Jameis will be the, uh, an awesome QB one. Well, you know, I mean, Drew knew, Drew knew, you know, in, in his heart who the most likely the guy was going to be, and a lot of those guys knew too. I, I don't care what anybody says; those guys knew before we knew. If you look at some of the podcasts, some of the interviews those guys done, they always were talking like as if Jameis was going to be the starting quarterback, and you can tell the way that they played. Even for him, like the offense just looked completely different when he was in the game. And 
anybody that just feels like those guys like okay well, they block like this for everybody no they don't like it, those those players know who gives them the best option to win like it you know that's the reason why like last season like if you follow the dolphins that situation when ryan fitzpatrick was playing really good they got upset when Tua Tagovailoa, you know, they said it was going to start him because they knew at that particular time they watched Tua in practice and they watched Ryan and they felt Ryan was the best option. Those guys know who the best option is and they, and they they know it, you know, like, and so I don't think it's a coincidence, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, this guy just really just stepped up and, you know, and a lot of people just, you know, saw how good he was man it, it, it looked like you know they were doing a little bit extra <laughs> it's like they were doing a little bit extra i hope uh pax adjusted your sound since uh he the sound man yeah man he definitely he, he definitely quality control man <laughs> yeah like he, he he definitely uh will press the buttons up and down man and now now we have to be careful now too, Jared, because now he's tall enough to hit the light switch now. So now he's turning the lights on outside and turn the lights on in other rooms. And we got lights on, you know, that you know, that we ain't even know that beyond but on for like two days. So yeah, he's experimenting, man. But he's definitely uh he definitely got a future in sound, you know. He just need to work on his levels, he'll be just fine. TJ, how much do you believe Drew showed the injury uh, way back when caused him a significant amount of arm power? No, I, I don't, uh, Keno. I, I really don't think it, it caused him a lot of arm power. I, I, Drew Brees has never had a strong arm. You know, Drew Brees has never like been one of those guys that can just really wing it out there. He's just been an extremely accurate, extremely efficient quarterback, and it paid dividends for him. I mean, he didn't have the worst arm in the world. Uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't like like top 10 but i mean he was able to get the ball down the field and uh he was able to do the things that he needed to do but i don't think the arm injury had anything to do with the fact that he couldn't get the ball uh down the field the way you know the way that some of those great quarterbacks could i don't think it affected him in his prime i mean drew Brees could still win it but uh i don't think the injury had anything to do with it i just think that he just didn't have that that top 10 arm strength hey tj do you play madden uh yeah man i actually downloaded the trial version of madden the one that you can play for 10 hours because um to be honest with you i was just trying to see uh is it worth it and i don't have a i don't have a you know playstation 5 or anything like that those things just so happen i don't know what's going on i don't know why it's so hard to find those but if you have madden 22 on xbox one like i i, I just played i mean you if you have Madden 21, you got Madden 22. I mean, there's nothing different about it. And I just feel like Madden has been finessing us for years. Like, there's nothing new about it. The only thing it is is the same game with an updated roster. That, that's just the way I feel about it. So, yeah, I do play it. I mean, I played uh, the new version earlier um, on Xbox One, and I have to say I'm not really impressed. I mean, it's the same exact game. You probably hear one or two different things from commentary that you didn't hear last year. But it's just the same exact game. So that's how I feel about it. You know, I mean, I just feel like if 2K came out with a game, if NFL gave rights to 2K and they can make a game kind of similar to Madden, I just feel like the Madden franchise is probably going to falter. Because we remember like when they made 2K5, uh, you know, with Terrell Owens on there, that was like one of the best football games they ever made. And EA Sports, they got nervous because they knew that they was going to lose it, just like they lost live, right? Not 2K killing them. And NBA Live tried to come back, but, I mean, it was just more of a whimper. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just was terrible. So they do better, like, never letting 2K get their hands on that because if they do, it's a wrap. Okay, it's a wrap. Uh, efficiency is more important uh, than a deep ball. I agree. I agree. I just think that I think that some people just fall in love with this deep, deep balls, you know what I'm saying, like down the field. Like they just think that that defines like a great quarterback. No, it don't. Like you can have great downfield, deep, you know, deep ball skills, you know, but if you can't get the ball where it needs to be and you can't work, you can't uh, complete the short intermediate throws, yes, you're going to have some issues. I don't think that. I just think that 
the deep balls down the field like impress like the media and and like they 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 tell you that's what it takes to be a great quarterback. No, it doesn't. As long as you're efficient, you get the ball where it needs to be, and you you can take a deep shot when necessary to keep the defense honest. Then you'll be just fine. Drew was actually a gunslinger. If we really are going to be real, yeah, he was able to get the ball downfield when he was in it. You know, when he first got to the Saints, and then of course, you know, he started to get older. On strength started to diminish. Man, Father Time is undefeated. Uh, TJ, I, I just want to say I know the Saints are going to uh, at least split with the Bucks. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think they have what it takes to split with the Bucks. I don't, man, I don't buy into that rhetoric and stuff like that that people are talking about. Like they don't follow the teams the way that we do. They don't see what the Saints have done, and they don't see the type of coaching staff that the Saints have. So I don't I don't buy into that. Right? The, the media sometimes are so matter of fact. They have been telling people for years that the Saints have been led by Drew Brees, and when Drew Brees leaves, they're going to be nothing. Well, you know, if you keep on saying that over and over again, you don't really follow the team. Of course, you're going to start to believe that because you have a lot of uh, uh, reporters that don't really follow the team, and that's the narrative. That's what that's what they go to. They go to, oh, you know, they're nothing without Drew Brees, or when the game is on Monday night, they, they put the focal point on Drew Brees and Sean Payton but they have not really paid attention to how good this team has been over the last couple of years, uh, in spite the fact that uh, Drew Brees has not played in nine of those games. So that's on them, you know, but I think that this team is going to be really, really formidable. And if they don't take the time out to do it, then they're doing a disservice because, you know, we all know that they try to create these narratives in order for, you know, people to continue to follow them. But I mean, least, least, speak some real you know drew is the greatest accurate pass ever yeah i mean he was extremely accurate you know and when you have that type of accuracy you're going to be successful uh did anybody ever play tecmo bowl man what got that right here yes sir we played it <laughs> we still played it <laughs> i would like to thank you and bng breakdown on motivating me to do my own live podcast instead of highlight videos yeah man look ain't nothing to it but to do it you know like if you like doing podcasts i mean do it you know it, it, it it's fun to do i enjoy doing it and um i think it's one of the best decisions i ever made you know i get opportunity to talk to some amazing people uh i get opportunity to make some of my ideas come to life and it's extremely fun so you know congratulations to you and if you want to start your own podcast and you know you want to you know get behind the mic and talk about you know some of your feelings about your favorite teams or your favorite subjects do it man you know i think people don't really get into podcasts because they just so quick to want to become overnight success you know no success is going to happen overnight it, it don't work like tv you know, TV, it happens overnight. Are you walking down the street and somebody discovers you? But if you put the work in, man, and you're really focused on what you want to do, I mean, the sky's the limit for you. And just enjoy the process. That, that's the best advice I can give to anybody that wants to start a podcast. My goal is more Super Bowl trophies. I think there's everybody go, you know, to have their team celebrating <laughs> the Lombardi trophy. Yes, Tecmo Bowl was cool. Yeah, man, the only game you can... Uh, throw a 108-yard touchdown. <laughs> My mind says same sweep the sucking is. I, I don't believe that. I think that they probably gonna split. I agree with that. Uh, we can beat the Bucks two times, hopefully three. Well, nah. I, look, I don't even want to play them three times, okay? And if we play them three times, let's split so the third time can be, you know, you know, winner take all. For the time is undefeated unless it's Tom Brady. Yeah. You the only person that seems to be beaten for the time. Love Tecmo Bowl. Uh, your signal is fading, bro. Um, sorry about that if it is. You know, uh, I was rooting for Kevin White to make a name for himself with us, but I think he blew it. Yeah, I mean, look, that's why you got to take that opportunity, man. I'm pretty sure he probably dropped those passes, seeing that he didn't get cut, and he was like, okay, I get another opportunity now the storm happened and we're just wondering to ourselves okay is he going to get another opportunity maybe his practice maybe him practicing is going to help him you know become better you know what i'm saying or give him a better opportunity to make it but from what i'm seeing 
Um, you know, I don't know, man. TJ, last time I checked, uh, Favre had 20 touchdowns, 29 interceptions season. Uh, he never was uh, made the poster boy for interceptions. They just said he was playing backyard football. Man, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. I mean, Brett Favre threw all them picks. He running down the field. Oh, look at the child. He's a, he, look at the inner child of Brad Favre. He's like playing football outside. He's like the little boy out here playing football. Man, look, if they like you, they they're gonna they're gonna write stories about you that make people not, you know, you know, look bad, look down on you. But I'm just wondering, like, how did Jameis Winston, you know, and I would feel the same way. I'm not gonna lie about this. I would feel the same way even if he didn't play for the Saints. I would wonder how is it that people are just content, like just, I mean, just made this man like the poster boy for failure or something like that. Like, I just don't understand it. Staying safe in the storm, prayer for everyone. Great job, TJ. Your platform has grown and you have earned it. I appreciate that, man. And uh, I appreciate you being here and everybody else uh, for being here as well. Uh, Pete Carmichael Jr. also got uh, tons of credit for the offense also. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> Pete Carmichael, I think a lot of people don't really give him as much credit. It's because a lot of people look at Sean Payton as being the play caller and more like Pete Carmichael just out there. <laughs> uh, I don't think Winston will give a discount because he's already given one. Well, he shouldn't. You know, this is a business, man. Look. Team's got to go ahead and shuck up that bread. You know, like, I, I don't I don't buy into that hometown discount stuff. Like, we ain't about to – look, if we do a good job and we do real good at our job, we ain't about to say, well, you know what, man, I made a lot of money in my career. Man, y'all can go ahead and cut my money. Hell no. You're going to be like, man, look, they better get – like, if we had $20 wrong on our check, I know I ain't lying because, I, I look, I've been in management. I was a store manager for – 12 years okay 12 13 years when somebody get 20 dollars wrong on that check man i worked from you know six to eight right here and they said that i only work you know till four o'clock nah bro y'all y'all know y'all about to go in that office to get them 20 dollars. so why is it that when somebody else feel like they're worth something all of a sudden man he didn't made enough like did you make enough <laughs> you know what i'm saying like did you make enough money no Look, if your $20 missing, you looking for it. I know I ain't lying. Now, you can you can lie to yourself, but you can't lie to me. The whole city of New Orleans doesn't have power and it's really bad, but the dome is still playable. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I, it's just unfortunate people don't have power, man. I'm, I'm hoping they can fix these issues, you know, so people can have some power. Uh, and Mr. Success, thank you very much for $2. Says I ain't coming overnight, yo. <laughs> Yeah, success don't come overnight. Uh, TJ, you remember NFL quarterback club? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that game, man. Yeah, it wasn't one of my favorite games. I thought it was uh, trash, but, uh, you know, that's just me. Uh, look at uh, Jamar Chase. He hasn't played football in a while, and he's got the droppies. Yeah, I mean, look, he's he going to get better, man. I mean, probably nervous. You know, big stage, NFL, he'll, he'll get it together. He's a good wide receiver. He dropped passes in practice a day after the game. Man, he, he'll get it He'll get it together. I would whoop Tom Brady like a runaway slave. Okay. Uh, hide from Dallas, but I'm a hoot for life. That's what I'm talking about, Curtis. Got a rep. Got a rep for the squad, <laughs> even out there in Dallas. Jamar got alligator arms right now. Uh, he'll get it together, man. I ain't about to, I ain't gonna give up on the guy. Uh, let me see. Also, should get a lot of credit. Also, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he's man. Look, a lot of these guys don't get credit because of the you know the coaching staff and stuff like that, and what they what they really think about these guys. That's Tom Brady, really. Uh, blitz the league. I remember that. Jameis one one said that. Uh, I think uh, it is Jameis' best interest if he balls out to stay in New Orleans. I think he wants to be great, and Sean Payton gives him the best opportunity. I agree with that. I agree with that. But at the same time, you got to pay these guys, man. You know, like I want to get paid. You want to get paid, right? So, you know, if you're good at what you do, 
you want to be compensated as such you know all this hometown discount and kicking a discount and nah bro it don't work like that in real life y'all know it y'all know it don't ghostface thank you very much for the 20 dollars. says who that tj ghostface thank you very much for being here i really do appreciate that uh hey do you know big q sydney yeah i've been on big q show a couple times big q has been on this show before yeah big q is a, a good friend of mine and you know we i enjoy when we always collab together man he, he does an outstanding job definitely know who big q is I, i've been on that show a couple of times man I, I i enjoy his commentary uh would you say chase is a bus already no no man come on like you can't call a guy bus like this early man i mean he's only played like what three preseason games that's not a you know nah man I call that man no bus <laughs> I do not uh, like the fact that Winston and Aaron Brooks numbers. <laughs> look, I I don't look. I don't care what number he in, as long as he ball out. Chase is going to be a star. Yeah, I agree with that. I believe that Jamar Chase got to get uh, more reps to get back into football shape. I agree with that. I think he's going to be okay. Hey, TJ, does Quan Baker make the team? Have not heard much about him. I think he's going to make the practice squad. I can see him uh, stand on the practice squad. The Saints uh, wide receiver group is a little bit different. They try to uh, get guys acclimated to the, you know, to the offense first and help them become more fundamentally sound before they hit the field. So I think you're probably going to see like people like Lil Jordan Humphreys out there, you know, guys that been in the system for quite some time that you know understand what Sean Payton actually wants, what Curtis Johnson actually wants. So that that's the way I'm looking at it. Chase just needs to get away from the crazy chick he got. <laughs> well, I don't know who his girlfriend is, but whoever, you know, stopping him and prohibiting him from being great, he needs to get away from it if that's the case. If both of the quarterbacks fail and defense keep up uh, in contention halfway through the season, do you uh, make the call to Breeze? Uh, no, uh, you don't make the call to Breeze. Uh, you just try to reevaluate the situation. You know, or, you know, do you have the right guys on the team or do you need to go out there and maybe – uh, draft another player or try to sign somebody in free agency that's just the way that it goes you know that that's just the nature of the beast but we we just gotta hope that these guys actually have a succession plan that works and it's not like how some of these other uh you know teams have been you know when they had that succession plan uh you know they they didn't have themselves prepared uh for life after that particular player the the good thing about the saints is how many how many teams can actually say, you know, they they lost an all-time great quarterback and, you know, they got somebody that was the first overall pick in a draft who threw for 5,000 yards? And like I said, people can say whatever they want about Jameis, and I get it, you know, like can't turn the ball over 30-plus times. But that was just one season, man, and I just feel like the system has a lot to do with a guy being successful. I mean, we've seen Baker Mayfield throw a lot of interceptions uh you know back in 2019 right and then in 2020 what he had about 26 touchdowns eight picks under on um, kevin stefanski so i do feel like system actually matters you know you, you need a guy that's able to uh you know take your strengths and be able to utilize them and make you a better quarterback and then give you little nuances of making yourself better along the way so i think that this can be a perfect relationship sean payton and, and james winston because i feel like Sean Payton is a guy that can reel Jameis in and when he's too far out there, you know what I'm saying? Like he can actually bring him back in and he can put like different, uh, you know, players uh, in place in order for him to make the flow, the throws that he can make uh, very easy to make. So I, I think that this is a good combination. And I don't think that the story about Jameis Winston has been written yet. You know, I think he has all the talent in the world. I just think that he needs the right coach around him in order to bring it out of him not a coach that just so it's so egotistical that he just feels like his system works and no matter who the quarterback is they're going to run his system that's not the that's not the recipe for success the recipe for success is somebody understanding what a player's strengths are and they utilize those strengths you know that was one thing that uh jim trotter he was on the show a couple months ago and we talked about he talked about uh when Teddy Bridgewater was the starter in one of the games, I want to say it was against the Cowboys, and he said he seen uh, Sean Payton in a corner, and he was talking about he asked him, you know, 
He asked Sean Payton, what's going on? You actually won the game. Why you look like you lost? He said, I didn't put Teddy in the best position to succeed. So the next day, he went into the office and he talked to Teddy and said, what things do you like to do? And he started to scheme around that. Thus, we seen Teddy Bridgewater start to play better, start making more plays, uh, start, you know, getting the ball down the field. And uh, we seen him become a little bit more technically, you know, technically sound. You know, he actually got himself paid three years, $60 million in Carolina. So I just think that it, it has a lot to do with, you know, who you align yourself with. I think coaching matters, despite the fact that if we want to believe that or not. Players can have all the talent in the world, but, you know, you need somebody that can be able to utilize it. Like me personally, I look at somebody like Vince Young, you know, Vince Young going to the Tennessee Titans, Jeff Fisher being his coach. Jeff Fisher was a stubborn guy who was mostly defensive oriented and didn't really focus too much on the offense. I just feel like it kind of hurt Vince Young as a player. And, and I just think that if Vince Young actually had a, a, a Sean Payton type coach or even a Kyle Shanahan type coach, I think that he would have been a much better player and probably would have been able to sustain success for a little bit longer than he actually did. I, I don't think that a guy becomes rookie of the year and then all of a sudden they just forget how to play football and we can talk about the sophomore slumps and all that kind of stuff all you want to but i just don't think that a guy just forgets how to play football i just think that it's up to that coach to actually look at the film and actually understand what this player does well and actually be able to bring to his attention the things that he's not doing but in the meantime, while you're actually working on the kinks of the things that they actually don't do just as well, you take an offensive scheme and you scheme around the strengths that they actually have. That way you can build up their confidence. And when they start to build up their confidence, you can start going back to the things that they actually lack in and they'll have the confidence that they'll be able to fix some of those situations. As long as you keep that player feeling like he's not good enough, or, you know what I'm saying, he has his ceiling is right here. You're not allowing him to break through the ceiling. You're going to mess with his confidence. And if a quarterback doesn't have the confidence anymore, guess what? I mean, he's not going to play as well. So I think that's the way that it works. Brian says, uh, what do you think about Ian Book's performance in the first two preseason games, uh, sir, in your opinion? Uh, I think that Ian Book played really well. Um, I think that he played pretty solid. I think you have to take into account, Brian, when he was out there, you had a lot of guys that were third string, fourth string, guys that are probably not going to be in the NFL after uh, after tomorrow. So you have to take that into account. So when I was looking at some of the things that I liked about Ian Book, uh, I like his footwork, number one. Um, I think that he needs to work uh, on his pocket presence just a tad bit uh, more. I think he's just a little bit too quick to try to roll out of the pocket but he does he has really good touch on his passes and he has really good instincts when it comes to the screen game. Uh I think that that's a plus for him. So it's not a it's not a coincidence to me that they have teams calling about Ian Book because in the right system I think he can be a really solid quarterback. Wouldn't surprise me at all if a team like I don't know the coach or something like that called for him, you know, because of all the things that's going on with Carson Wentz. Uh you got Sam Ellinger who's been having a solid training camp. He's dealing with an injury uh Eason you know what I'm saying is most likely going to be the starting quarterback if Carson Wentz can't get the start so if the Saints can actually deal him out and you can get some good capital back on it why not you know but I don't think that the Saints are going to do that you know I, I don't look at Sean Payton uh getting rid of Ian Book you know it was way before the Saints actually drafted Ian Book Sean Payton said that Ian Book re reminds him a lot of himself and I don't feel like that's a coincidence that they end up drafting him, you know? So I think that they have a lot of uh, belief in, 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 you know, maybe to be that that guy if, if things don't pan out or even a guy, if somebody gets hurt, to come in and be able to play. I mean, he he, he commands uh, the huddle really well for a guy that's a rookie. You can tell that he was a leader at Notre Dame. So I just think that he needs some reps and I, I think that he will be a really – a solid quarterback now i'm not going to say a really solid starting quarterback i need to see a little bit more from him before i can actually deem him a starter but i think that he has a lot of uh great uh intangibles to be so young uh what do you think uh they do at cornerback uh, i think they actually keep it the way that it is for right now 
you know, I mean, looking at the Saints cornerback competition, I've seen a lot of guys out there making plays, a lot of young guys who really stepped up. And, and I think that they made the Saints organization a little bit more comfortable. They made it a little made it a little bit more patient that they didn't feel like they just need to go out here and just grab a guy. You had guys like Paulson Adebo and Ken Crawley in camp making plays. And it looks like Marshawn Lattimore is going to, you know, be able to start the season because, you know, I haven't heard anything about him being suspended. So that's a plus. So you have these young guys that can be able to play. They go out there and they continue to uh, sustain the type of success they had at training camp and some of the games that we've seen in preseason uh, when, you know, the speed kind of revs up a little bit when the games are for real. I think that it'll make the Saints, uh, you know, you know, make it very, very easy for them to be like, you know what, we're going to try to go with these young guys and see what they got. So that's the way I look at it. They, these guys have made the Saints organization way more comfortable with the secondary uh, than they were probably when the, when the, when training camp first started. Uh, Mike Wells, uh, Mike Wells, I thought it was Mike Wells, my, my homeboy. Mike Wells says, because we don't have a real quarterback. I don't know exactly what that means. Um, I, I, I don't know what you haven't seen from Jameis Winston to tell you that he's not a real quarterback. That's, that's all I want to know. Um, I just feel like in my honest, humble opinion, if you watched that game, the last game that Jameis Winston was a starter and you didn't feel like a level of confidence about this dude being a quarterback for the team, then I just feel like, you know, it, it's much deeper than you just, you know, maybe you just don't want to see the guy succeed or maybe you just don't want to see this dude like take an extra step or maybe he's just not the guy that you want but as for me there's nothing about Jameis Winston I haven't seen to show me that this guy can't you can't win no football games with this with this dude as your quarterback I'm sorry I understand that people we got a lot of Taysom Hill supporters up in here but if if you're being real 100% honest with yourself and you can be the biggest Taysom Hill supporter in the world but you have to say that Jameis Winston in real time played better than him when when they were going up against each other in some of those games and in, in two of those games so i mean that's the way i look at it you're entitled to your opinion but the way i look at it i, I just don't understand it like the only the only way that Jameis winston is probably going to win over some of y'all is probably him just going out there and winning and maybe some that may not even be enough for some of you but I want to say thank you. Take this moment to say uh, thank you to the fine folks at Manscaped.com, uh, the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, you can use the promo code State of Saints. You can save 20% off on your purchase through Manscaped. Once again, Manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints. And back to the comments. Read a few more, and then we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Uh, the Shag125 says, look at Josh Allen and Mahomes. Stability in the front office good coaching and proper development matters yeah you know you you need that you know a lot of people just feel like if a guy first pick overall they should be able to get off the bus and be able to weather any type of storm first off college transitioning from college to the pros is extremely hard the speed of the game is extremely hard uh the decision making you have to change that your footwork you have to change that a lot of these guys go from you know, more of a shotgun based men right under center. You know what I'm saying? You got to be be able to work on some of those things. And some of these guys, they possess certain arm talents, but they need a coach to be able to bring that stuff out. They need a coach that can be able to help them see the field the way that it needs to be seen. And a lot of these guys, they go to organizations under a new regime. And a lot of these coaches probably don't have the experience or they probably don't have the the knowledge at that particular time to help that player get to where they need to be. And not to mention, if you're the first pick overall, your team sucks. They suck. They're not good. So you, you can't always weather the storm. You know, you, you can go out there and, and play park ball, but that's only going to get you so far. And when teams start to scheme against you and they know your strengths and weaknesses by year two, if you don't have a, a coach that can help you see the field differently, then you're going to fail. I don't care how good you are. I've never really seen a, a quarterback without the right coaching to be able to just weather through, you know what I'm saying, a certain situation and just become an all-time great. It always had to be a good organization around that player or a good coach 
around that player in order for them to bring out that talent I, I just don't get it you know like I don't understand why people just don't understand like organizations matter coaching matters you know like it can't just be a person just got a name like you need somebody to bring the best out of that player and if they don't have that they are going to fail it's just as simple as that I thought Pee Wee Herman grew a beard, but it turns to be up to be Nick Wright. <laughs> yeah, man, Nick Wright, man, with them hot takes. I, I don't know what's up with Nick. I don't know if Nick just trying to stay on TV or he believes what he says. I, I don't know. It's funny at this point. Go face. I'm good. The bad weather is expected here at midnight. Yeah, my mom's out there in Vicksburg, so y'all be careful out there, man. You know, y'all be careful out there. Uh, Mike Wells must be sniffing exhaust fumes. <laughs> Taysom Hill isn't a real quarterback. Oh, you talking about Taysom Hill? Look, man, Taysom Hill is a quarterback. I've said this on on countless occasions. It depends on it depends on like the type of quarterback that we're talking about here. Do I feel like he can go out here seventeen games and just win games for you? No, I do not. But if somebody was to go down and he needed to play for about three to four weeks, he can win you football games. I, I really feel that way. TJ, I'm just telling you, Paulson, the Debo looks 6'2", 215, and he looks all the part. The more reps he get, uh, the better and dangerous uh, he's going to be. Uh, he can hack it, uh, and he can walk it. Yeah, I mean, look, this dude is extremely confident. I've said this since the first time I ever heard this dude speak. I'm like, man, this dude going to be something. When somebody carries themselves with that type of confidence, being so young, you have to think to yourself as a fan, and I'm pretty sure as a coach, people that see him every single day have to be excited about him. I mean, he 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 goes out there and he plays like like the lights are not you know not too bright for him. And I don't get this level of nervousness that I would get from like some players. He he plays as if he actually knows that he deserves to be out there. He he feels that he believes that. Man said we don't have a real quarterback. Stop it, bro. And y'all uh sniffing Joe Biden. Uh, we not gonna make this a, a political thing, man. Like we ain't talking about no politics and all that kind of stuff over here, you know, right now. You know, like we got other things to talk about. That ain't it, man. So if that's what if that's the route we going, we don't need that type of energy over here. Uh I just told you uh why uh, they got a problem with me uh stroll up. <laughs> Uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, you mean Nick Rome? Yeah, Nick stay uh like if if Nick said get a hot take like that, I already know it's gonna go the opposite way. Uh prayers for my home state. Yeah, yeah, man. Prayers for the state of Louisiana. Uh they are slowing your signal down again. <laughs> are they slowing mine down or they slowing yours down, man? <laughs> TJ, how you gonna talk about me uh this whole time yet ignore my comments? Uh hypocrite um well that's because i'm strolling down the timeline but i'm not even gonna get into that i'm not even gonna get into that uh what up jerry poor shout out from calvin uh little jordan ain't far behind marquez i'm i'm proud of them both and i'm really uh liking jawan johnson yeah jawan johnson like looking like he coming on you know might have ourselves a little diamond in the rough yeah uh, what do you say to those who think Sean Payton need to leave? Uh, I think that they need to stop, you know, I think they need to stop covering football and talking about football because Sean Payton has uh, really helped this team, you know, get through those little dark moments, you know, back in between about 2013, 2014, 2015, and 2016, you know, and he was able to change himself. You know, Sean Payton changed himself in a way that he coached. And when you have a coach like that, you got the right one. TJ, we got to keep it 100. Chris Richard is a better coach than Aaron Glenn, and it shows. Look at what Kent Crawley is doing. Well, I'm not going to disrespect Aaron Glenn. I think that they, their philosophies are completely different. You got Chris Richard, who's a little bit more hands-on. Uh, to me, the Saints finding Chris Richard like, is, is a blessing in disguise because how this guy isn't a head coach is, is like amazing to me. But I'm happy for Aaron Glenn, him becoming a defensive coordinator for the Lions, getting himself an opportunity. Uh, but I am happy that the Saints got Chris Richard, and I've always uh, been a fan of him. 
it would have been nice for Saints to scrimmage the Cardinals in Dallas. Yeah, man, but look, I, I, I look at it this way. Looking at people like J.K. Dobbins go out and, you know, some of, the, some of these other players being out for the season, I have to say, man, I ain't mad at this third preseason game. I, I don't, like, at least I know for a fact, like, some, like the Saints will be able to go to the regular season with some of the guys that we actually need. I ain't trying to see us lose nobody because I want to see a third game of preseason, a game that don't matter. So as for me, I, I ain't losing no sleep. Like they canceled the game. A part of me, I was kind of happy about it. Now I understand that you got some guys that didn't get the opportunity and they're going to get cut due to the fact that they didn't get that other game. But at the same time, I'm excited because there's less guys, you know, more susceptible to being injured. Those people don't appreciate real coaching until they gone. Yeah, that's just the way that it goes. And they, you know, they don't know how to separate, you know, objectivity from emotion. Like like a lot of, you know, I don't want to say a lot, but some Saints fans just uh, emotionally, emotionally driven. And, they're, they're, you know, it, it's on a drive-by-drive, game-by-game, rep-by-rep basis. You know, and some of the things that they say, I'm just like, man, how the hell did you get to that point? Lattimore pushing to get paid before week one. Um, I, I thought he should have been got paid, to be honest. Anybody saying Payton needs to leave, needs to get back on the mids or get some mids. Smash that like button. Who that? Yeah, Pat. You know, if you're enjoying the State of the Saints podcast, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, Donald also says the Saints have a good defensive coach, Chris Rashard, Ryan Nielsen, and Mike Hodges. Yeah, I mean, good teachers, um, good, good guys, you know, that, that help these guys to be able to develop so i do feel like that's the reason why you know some of these guys are developing and um i'm gonna read uh josh this will be the final one for the podcast says saints fan base get more emotional than an al green song <laughs> yeah man i mean it, look but i i can i understand it you know i understand why they are so emotional you know like we love our team but come on, man, like, love the team, but, man, come on, man. Like, let's be reasonable about this. You know, I, I just think that people are so quick to, like, dismiss a player, quick to dismiss a coach, quick to dismiss, you know, a team in general. And you have to – teams got to work through the issues that they, that they face. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Anything in life, like, you have to work through it. Anything that you became good at, you got to work for it. So – that's the way I feel about it. Sometimes we just got to be patient, but sometimes, you know, patience isn't our, our greatest asset as Saints fans sometimes. Even myself, you know, sometimes I, I get tired of watching the same issues occur. Me personally, watching the New Orleans Saints defense play well in the preseason is something I haven't seen and uh, I don't know, God knows how long. So I am optimistic about that. If they can transition to the, to the regular season and play like this, I am excited, all right? And I feel like it'll give the offense opportunity to figure it out but i want to say thank you to you all uh, everybody be safe out there you know dealing with the hurricane those that are in a path uh, of the hurricane be careful out there be safe uh your, my prayers go out to you and your family uh you know make sure that you're not going outside you know if you don't need to be outside you know and uh you know just just take care of one another man we're, we're all one family here and uh you know Man, I, I don't want to hear about any casualties or anything like that. You know, I, I just want everybody to be safe out here. Um, you know, this show went about an hour. So hopefully, you know, this one hour can help you to, you know, get away from some of the things that's going on. You know, once again, you might have some people out here that might not agree with the decision that I made to do the podcast, but I just felt like it was right. You know, like, you know, I just felt like I just want to give people a moment just to, be able to talk about something that we love. And um, hopefully uh, it gave you a little bit of comfort for these uh, 60 minutes. Uh, but be sure, if you like the State of the Saints podcast, give your boy a thumbs up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Uh, check out Facebook.com, search The State of the Saints podcast. And you can also follow your truly on Twitter at TJJones8. That's TJAY jones eight till next time all i have to say is who that